This segment of its rainmaking time is sponsored by the Sterling Hut, providers of Italian fine silver gifts for all of life's occasions. Go to the sterlinghut.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to its rainmaking time. This is Kim Greenhouse. It really gives me great pleasure to welcome Tom Palladino to the show today. Pay very close attention because for those of you who need healing of Anything going on in your body, any disease, any pain, any problems physically, even spiritually, we're going to be talking today about scalar energy. Some people call it chi, prana, chi, radiant energy. There's many words for it, but the bottom line is our guest is going to talk about what this energy is, what it does, and Nikola Tesla's contribution to our understanding of this. Tom Palladino is a healer. He's perfected a technique to disassemble pathogens, bacteria, viruses, protozoa, and he has helped people alleviate and disappear many symptoms, conditions, and diseases. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Tom Palladino to It's Rainmaking Time. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. First, I want you to talk a little bit about you. We need to know who you are. How did you get into doing this? And I want you to speak more specifically about scalar energy because my own personal understanding of it is that it involves physics. That's correct. My name is Tom Palladino. I am a private researcher with scalar energy. Now, let me explain that scalar energy is indeed an energy of the universe. There are two energies. The electromagnetic spectrum that we're familiar with, electricity, that we use every day, and a second energy, scalar energy that, for the most part, people do not consider, and sadly, modern-day science has not really incorporated this second energy um, into everyday life. I have taken it upon myself to develop an understanding of scalar energy. And I want to present this energy to mankind. I believe it has great potential. Um, it has many applications that could indeed benefit the world. Um, pursuant to that idea, I have developed a technique to use scalar energy to break apart, to disassemble pathogens, germs. And I've perfected this technique over the past 20 years to the point now today, 2013, I feel comfortable in saying that it's within our reach to be able to disassemble any pathogen. And hence, if you can disassemble the underlying cause of disease, in this case, pathogenic infection, you can eliminate the symptoms and essentially in many ways cure that disease. And that's my immediate attention right now at the present moment. How is this done? Unless you have a trade secret. In other words, what are you using to do that? And is this a kind of homeopathy, if you will? It's not a trade secret. What I'm trying to do is actually introduce this to a wide audience. The only way, Kim, that this will be embraced by mankind is through knowledge, through acceptance. So with that idea in mind, I do work with a scalar energy instrument. I have developed a scalar energy instrument. And this instrument is able to broadcast an energy to disassemble a germ. In specific, scalar energy is capable of in-phase capability or out-of-phase, reverse-phase. Well, when I treat for a germ, a pathogen, I administer the reverse-phase angle and that indeed will essentially unbind or break apart a germ inside somebody's body. Now, in a similar way of comparison, we have homeopathy, which works under the same principle that, that according to the law of residence, two similar frequencies or, or two similar vibrations will serve to cancel, to nullify one another out. And indeed, it's my belief that homeopathy is, is a process whereby the reagent, the, the actual reagent used in the procedure, 
is scalarized. You potentiate this this tincture, this reagent, by way of scalar energy. And in the past, we've seen great results with, with homeopathy. I believe that, indeed, is an example of scalar energy in application. So with that analogy... I really don't mean to be tough on you, but scalar being used the way you're talking about it could be used for anything then. You can say anything scalar, right? In a way. It, well, let's, let's consider this. I believe scalar energy is produced by the sun in our solar system as well as the stars. Now, with that said, that light, scalar energy, scalar light permeates the universe. And whether we realize it or not, um, it, it surrounds us. It it, it interplays with our thoughts. It is with us every moment of our lives. Um, we simply haven't learned yet how to control this energy and how to use it for our benefit. Do you mean Although, control it or do you mean direct it? Control it and direct it, both. Again, this energy is ubiquitous. It permeates the universe. It's just a matter of time before mankind understands how to control it, how to direct it, and how to use this to benefit us through many applications, once again, in our modern-day lives. How do you know, Tom, that the way you're articulating it isn't a repackaging of or a renaming of ether? You're talking about etheric energy, yes? Yes. Let's, let's refer to scalar energy as, as a primal force in nature, as an, an actual energy. Now, my understanding of ether... And, and it, it really begs the question, let's define our terms. Ether is, a, is the smallest physical entity. Ether, what many philosophers and scientists have surmised, is a small particle that comprises the entire physical universe. Now, with that said, I believe scalar energy instructs ether to form, to assemble. In other words, ether is the building block, and scalar energy is the intelligence behind the building blocks. So scalar energy is the in intelligence. Scalar energy instructs ether how to assemble. With respect to Mary and Jesus' impact on your life and on your work, is Mary and Jesus part of scalar energy? Yes, I've, I've had the good fortune in the past to be advised by various mystics. And with that advice, with those instructions, I have received messages from Jesus and from Mary as to how to pursue scalar energy research. So what I am saying is, in part, it's my effort, but also, in part, these are divine instructions. This is a a heavenly mission, if you will, a divine mission. And as such, I believe that this is indeed the will of God, that this will indeed come about, and that Jesus and Mary have a, a great gift in store for mankind in the way of scalar energy. If I am successful, and if I can introduce scalar energy to mankind, I believe the world will embrace it. Once the world is educated, the world should embrace this energy, and it, it should quickly be incorporated into everyday life, significantly improving our welfare. Let me ask you this, Tom. Why do you think Rudolf Steiner or Tesla or Royal Rife, the other pioneers that came before you, their work was smashed and marginalized and their lives were ruined by the establishment. Why do you think it is that you have a shot at altering our ability to heal? Good question. I, I can't speak for anybody's success or failure. I, uh, the people that you just mentioned, all of them are, are noteworthy and, and their accomplishments are indeed noteworthy. I really can't compare myself to them. I will say that I believe this is time that the world wakes up to scalar energy. And I do believe that Jesus and Mary will help me to accomplish that mission, to introduce it to, to the world. Um, with that said, will I need divine protection? I'm sure I will. I'm sure there are nefarious parties out there that don't want this out, that there are people who 
who have money and power and who will feel threatened if scalar energy were to be wildly used by the world. Let's talk a little bit about your application. Let's talk about this cleanse that you offer people. Describe what's done. Talk about the 30-day cleanse. I only, I've developed a process where I've identified over 5,500 pathogens, germs. And I offer a program whereby I can disassemble, I can unbind those 5,500 germs by way of scalar energy. And to that end, I've offered a, a service through a website, my website, in which people can sign up for a 30-day process. During that, that 30 days, I will treat out uh, a pathogenic infection, many people who've had systemic infection throughout their lives. With that said, I have a very good success rate in eradicating eliminating the cause of disease, which is, in this case, viruses, bacteria, fungi, etc. When you did your first pathogenic cleanse, how did you confirm that you were successful with another person? Probably the most startling example was when I treated a, an infant, an infant that had a severe bacterial infection. I received permission from the mother to treat the infant. Right after I treated this infant, we saw a significant improvement in health and some form of a, a mild diarrhea. Subsequent to that first treatment, the child, the infant, significantly improved and remained in good health. Now, it, to me, that's telling because a, a child, well, an infant, is not capable of, of understanding the process. So there was no auto-suggestion on the part of the infant. Um, that was one of the first examples that I saw as to the efficacy of this pathogenic cleanse. And since that time, I've treated thousands of people, and I've had uh, remarkable success. People have told me that this has been life-altering for many of them. I'm invariably... Uh, it is a safe procedure. It, it works on a fundamental principle, and it does indeed disassemble pathogens. Where do the pathogens go once they've been unbinded and disassembled? In effect, what happens inside the body to the best of your ability? What happens? Scalar energy, it, again, as a primal force in nature, will disassemble a pathogen into its components in it to its elements that, that comprise that, that germ. For instance, let's say we're, street, we're treating streptococcus. Scalar energy will reduce streptococcus into carbon, oxygen, nitrogen, phosphorus. So the body now has experienced this transmutation, and those elements now can be reabsorbed by the body. So you're taking what's harmful, a germ, you're reducing it into the elements, the components that, that comprise that germ, and the body can reuse those components for a matter of nutrition. This is the process of transmutation that I myself have experienced many times. And I want you to explain your definition of transmutation before you go any further. Transmutation is, is a term which in which one physical form in, in nature can be changed, can evolve into another physical form. For instance, we could take, we could take say, iron, and we could perhaps transmute iron into simpler uh, elements, perhaps carbon. Isn't that a form of alchemy? It is. It is. Okay. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Scalar energy allows us to rearrange matter. A transmutation is simply taking one physical form and, and making it evolve, transform, changing it into another physical form of matter. Now, how did you know that this is so? Good point. When I treat people for a pathogenic cleanse, I identify each germ by way of a photograph. In other words, if I treat people for over 5,500 germs, 
I have 5,500 photographs of those germs, those pathogens. I take those germs and I incorporate those germs, those photographs, into my scalar instrument. Hence, my scalar instrument picks up the energy from that germ, that pathogen, by way of a photograph. So there's no human interpretation on my part. It's rather objective. It's a photograph of the germ placed in a scalar instrument, and the scalar instrument then ascertains the, the harmonic of that germ and broadcasts the reverse phase angle of that germ into a person. When did you learn how to do that? that that's taken some time. Over the past 20 years, I've perfected that. So let, let me just again isolate and expand upon that. Uh, let's say a person is infected with streptococcus. I would take a photograph of that bacterium, streptococcus, and place it inside my instrument. And then I would tell my instrument to send the reverse phase angle or the disassembling harmonic of streptococcus. And the instrument then would send out the information into a person's body to what? To transmute, to rearrange, to break down, to disassemble streptococcus. So it's a, again, it's an informational input. Scalar energy is a, an intelligent energy. You can instruct it to break apart, to disassemble germs. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. No matter what the state of the economy is, there will always be time-honored traditions and special events. The Sterling Hut has been in business since 2008 offering a wide range of fantastic sterling silver products, including finely crafted mint julep cups, personalized baby shower gifts, photo albums, exquisite jewelry boxes and awards, and so much more. The Sterling Hut is an authorized Silver Star international reseller of fine silver products and anniversary gifts. The business is owned by Jewel and Bob Howard. If you would be interested in buying someone a gift of pure sterling silver or sterling plated silver, you can call 1-888-819-1009. Get a 15% discount by going to the Sterling Hut, the Sterling, S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G, Hut, H-U-T, dot com, and saying it's rainmaking time. They will honor a 15% discount for you. Beautiful sterling silver gifts for all of life's occasions. Manufactured in Italy and handcrafted by skilled artisans. They can also be engraved in sterling picture frames, oval and rectangular silver trays, champagne ice buckets, silver goblets, coffee and tea service, coffee pots, silver mugs, candelabras, and silver jewelry unrivaled in design and style. Go to the Sterling Hut at sterlinghut.com. And back to the show. The scalar instrument that you've put together uses what, light? It uses, it employs scalar energy. It, it is that second energy that I spoke about initially as it program opens. I have a scalar instrument that broadcasts scalar energy. And with scalar energy, you're capable of controlling physical matter. Scalar energy is responsible for the physical geometry of the universe. In a, in a local setting, I can take my scalar energy instrument and broadcast an energy into a person to either disassemble a germ or to assemble a nutrient inside the body. You know, the Russians had access to this capability many years ago. Are you aware of that? I, I've heard that, Kim, and I've, um, I don't know what has come of it. I, I hear a lot of stories. I hear a lot of rumors. Right. It, it begs the question, if this energy is, is so profound, why aren't more people doing good things with it? Now, I, I hear reports that there are evil-minded people who want to do evil-minded things with this energy. Uh, shame on them. That's, that's not the purpose of this. I have somebody that wrote in, having read the write-up about you, and they said that they have polyneuropathy in lower extremities 
terrible pain, internal lesions, physical blows, possible toxic substances, an inability to stand or walk, and almost no control over their muscles and their feet and ankles, and they're laying in a hospital in Ecuador. Is that something that this might help? It should help. The individual who who wrote that, um, I'm going to begin treating uh, uh, tomorrow for for germs, for pathogens. Um, It it seems to be a, a rather broad definition of of what is afflicting this individual. Well, apparently he was beaten to a pulp is what I understand. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry? Uh, He was attacked physically, and that's where he's at. Okay. Yeah. Let's be specific. I will perform a pathogenic cleanse. I will help to eliminate, disassemble many germs in this this person who's written to me. That should help palliate this condition. Will that be a cure? No. Next, I have a process whereby, with scalar energy, I'm able to assemble vitamins, minerals, amino acids, antioxidants inside the body. That should help to boost the immune system. That should help to fortify the body. Why? The body needs essential nutrients to repair, to recover from disease. Again, that's per se not a cure for what this individual has, but it's a step in the right direction. Now, I notice on your website you have people that are responding to the treatments and the cleanses, reporting about hormone rebalancing, a lot of testimonies in the hormone area about Lyme disease, about herpes. You've got a lot of testimonies coming up. Aren't you a little scared with people giving testimonies in our current environment in the United States where you can't use the word treat or cure at all? You don't have any concern? This is my consideration, and this is what I'm trying to impart. I believe this energy has great promise. I will let the individual make the claim if they feel any better or if they feel that scalar energy has indeed improved their health. I, I await objective proof, objective evidence. What I have witnessed for the past 20 years is, is truly incredible, and I only, think, I only think it will become even more spectacular, even more incredible once people join me in order to, indeed, palliate disease or, in some cases, cure disease. Now, again, I will only offer this, this, this consideration once we have proper scientific testing, and it has been deduced that, yes, the, the pathogen that caused the disease is no longer present. If that's the case, then that opens the door for a cure. And if that can be proven through diagnostic testing repeatedly, then I will be the first to say yes. In this case, a pathogen no longer exists. Uh, After testing, we've proven that. Essentially, it will be the cure for pathogenic disease. Let's talk a little bit about the assembling. There's the cleanse, and then there's the part of the process that you assemble nutrients in the body. Talk about how you do that. I developed a process whereby I can assemble inside the body vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, amino acids, etc. Now, it's a very simple process, and once again, I do this with, with the intent to bolster the immune system to provide essential nutrients that we all need. I have photographs, magnified photographs of all the vitamins that we need. I take those photographs and I place them inside my scalar instrument. And the scalar instrument now has the instruction to take the energy, to decipher the energy from a photograph of a vitamin and broadcast that energy into a person. Hence, an individual now will have the assembling instructions, will have scalar energy instructions to form, to create vitamins inside the body. So as far as I'm concerned, this is probably the perfect delivery system for assembling vitamins inside the human body. Scalar energy will instruct every cell inside the body to assemble vitamins. 
you don't have to ingest a pill, and it doesn't have to distribute itself by way of the bloodstream. Is this the transfer of frequency, or is this the transfer of information overlay, kind of? It's information transfer. Good question. I believe scalar energy is capable of harmonics. A harmonic, let's call it an expression of scalar energy. For instance, vitamin A has a harmonic that is distinct. It's distinct as compared to any other vitamin. I try not to use the term frequency when I describe scalar energy because it's non-Hertzian. It's not a... Scalar energy, per se, is not a frequency. So instead, I use the term harmonic that would describe a characteristic of scalar energy, meaning every physical form in the universe has its own harmonic. Hence, every physical form in the universe has its own geometry, and that geometry, that way it is assembled, is a scalar energy process. Are we waveforms? We are essentially beings of light. Scalar energy is a light form. Scalar energy instructs our bodies to assemble. Scalar energy is responsible for our physical constitution. What do I mean by that? I believe scalar energy initially forms, programs all DNA. As we know, all life starts out as a DNA code. What am I saying? Whether it's a human being or an animal or a plant, scalar energy is the instructions for all DNA. How does DNA form? How is it maintained? It's formed, it's assembled, and maintained by way of scalar energy. So as a person, as a man, I started out at conception under a set of scalar energy instructions. My DNA took on a certain configuration, a certain harmonic, which is unique. My DNA is unique compared to that of anybody's DNA. Again, going back to our our premise that all physical forms have a unique harmonic, a unique scalar energy harmonic. Hence, we all started off as scalar light instructions. And today, our bodies are held together by scalar light instructions. If scalar energy were to cease, our bodies would be reduced back to the ether. And this, once again, leads us to that expression, order out of chaos. The universe would be chaotic without scalar energy. Scalar energy is the essence, the instructions for all the geometry. Without scalar energy, our universe would be without form. It would be chaotic. Now, do you think Tesla would agree with you? I would. I would. Tell me why. Tesla had an ongoing dialogue with a number of scientists, one in particular, um, a philosopher, I should say, was Swami Vivekananda. And Tesla and Swami Vivekananda both concurred that the ether is acted upon by these vortices. The vortice is the double helix. It's the scalar energy that moves about, that propagates by way of a vortice. And both Tesla and Swami Vivekananda concluded that these vortices in our universe give form, give actual physical constitution to the universe. And that if these vortices, scalar energy, were to cease, the universe would be reduced to chaos without any order, without geometry. I want you to talk about the chakra balancing that you do, and I want you to explain your translation of what the chakra system is in relationship to scalar energy. It's surmised that the human body has seven chakras. I concur with that. A chakra is a scalar energy processing point. It's one of the points of our bodies whereby scalar energy from the universe is interpreted and is properly disseminated throughout the body. Okay, with that notion in mind, I believe my scalar energy instrument can reprogram our seven chakras. Now, I have been successful with some people with scalar energy 
balancing and harmonizing the seven chakras to the point that some people no longer suffer from depression or anxiety or their past state of anxiousness, of anxiety, has changed. Their mental and emotional state has significantly changed. Many people that I treat for a chakra balancing report that their mood swings, that they're not so irritable. Uh, a number of people have reported that their dream state has been significantly enhanced. By balancing or harmonizing the chakras, many people say that their sleep is more meaningful, that sleep is more restful with fewer interruptions during the evening. Now, in your 30-day cleanse, how many days do you do the cleanse? How many days do you do nutrient adding? And how many days do you do chakra balancing? In a 30-day period, I will treat at least 15 times for a pathogenic cleanse, at least 15 times for a nutrient therapy, and at least 15 times for a chakra realignment. So in the course of 30 days, people will receive a total of 45 different scalar energy treatments. Profound. It really is. It really is. I feel like we're on the Starship Enterprise Plus. (laughs) I know that there's something to it. I don't understand it. I'm usually a quick study, but I don't really understand it. I get a part of it. But I know that between intent and homeopathy, it's so powerful right there that anything you're doing with your instrument, as long as you know what you're doing, we're good. (laughs) I keep the process very simple. I I don't try now to do scalar energy. Scalar energy is much smarter than me. I simply have developed a technique whereby I can control scalar energy. And I am now able to assemble what is favorable, and disassemble what is unfavorable. Now, just imagine, once we really understand this energy and we can use it broadly and and appropriately, and we we can really change the, the course of human history, I am saying that scalar energy will allow us to become masters of the physical universe. We will be able to master physical forms. Now, with that, we can disassemble pollutants. We can disassemble toxic waste. Or eventually, we can assemble any type of resource, any type of element that is in short supply. And scalar energy will allow us to overcome scarcity. That's that's the, the basic premise of so many economic decisions. Scarcity. Well, with scalar energy, if we can produce any resource, any element, any molecule that is in short supply, we fundamentally addressed what? Scarcity. You know, scarcity was built into the core of economics so that people would fight over everything and scratch and compete virulently over stuff. And then, of course, the flawed law of supply and demand was introduced. I'd love to talk to any economic person in the whole world about why it's flawed and how it doesn't make any sense at all. But yet, it's part of conditioning people to think economically. But let me go back to what you're really saying, because I'm not going to let you get away with saying what you just said without having a conversation with you about that. What you're basically saying that I heard you say is that you can introduce anything in physical form that on a matter level, whether it is in short supply or not. Am I correct? That's correct. That's correct. Scalar energy is a fundamental energy. If we learn how to control this energy, if we can master this energy, then we can master physical forms. Ultimately, I believe with scalar energy, we'll be able to assemble gold. We'll be able to assemble platinum. John Maluski out of New Mexico, and Joe Blankenship, who I met with last year before he died, worked together on creating gold out of thin air and did it. Yes. Yes. And let me tell you, they were investigated heavily. (laughs) At least Joe Blankenship was. They broke into his home a million times, tried to take his land, his gold, his equipment. They gave him a very, very hard time. 
God love them. How far along are you, other than for doing a kind of homeopathic scalar cleanse and introducing informational nutrients and the balancing of the chakra system, how far along are you at assembling matter? Take the That's fifth, for God's sake, take the fifth. <laughs> no, no, I, I, will, I will not take the fifth. The uh, summer of 2013 should be fruitful. Hopefully later this year, I will have perfected this process to the point where I will at least be able to transfer energy, to broadcast scalar energy, over a long distance and to illuminate objects um, without the need of wires or any other type of transmission. In other words, I believe this year, 2013, I should perfect the technique that I'm already working on, which will be wireless transmission of energy from point A to point B. If that is successful, that will be the initial introduction to energy production, to this scalar energy source, which is essentially infinite, and as such, we will significantly address the energy crisis. If developed and properly nurtured by mankind, that process should end the energy crisis. We should have an infinite supply of energy. Energy can be delivered over the course of thousands of miles effortlessly. The energy is safe. There is no byproduct, there's no waste, there's no radioactive material involved. It should indeed present to the world the final fundamental solution to energy generation. I pray for you that you are not visited by Black Ops and the National Security Agency. (laughs) Seriously. I want to invite everybody listening to pray for Tom. And his well-being as this continues. I'm quite serious, Tom. It's not funny to me. I take it very seriously, but I'm doing this for the betterment of mankind. So we know that there's two two types of people. Um, there are some people who want to improve human the human condition, and there's some people who simply want to control and, and and wish to continue with this outdated and this evil system. Well, obviously, I appeal to the to the former, I want to work with people who want to better our way of life. I, I want to work with people who want to improve the human condition. And so it is. I think the audience should hear a little bit about your past and your background. Share a little with us about it. Let's take it to my collegiate days. I, I love to read. I love to study. And I really became, at a young age, even as a teenager, I became enthralled with Nikola Tesla and what Tesla was trying to achieve. And I set it upon myself that I was going to try to continue on with Nikola Tesla's work in some capacity. So throughout my collegiate days, I tried to focus my energy not only just on studying and and trying to gain knowledge and wisdom, but I really wanted to, to, again, funnel my efforts uh, into this type of pursuit, this type of energy. Well, it's taken over 20 years of private study to do that. And the reason I say that is this is not offered at the university level. You have to go about this uh, on your own. This is groundbreaking research. Um, this This has been done by Tesla, but sadly a lot of what he has accomplished is, is either suppressed or forgotten. Or stolen. For example, Raytheon stole his weather engineering work, his patent, and they own it now. So stuff was either suppressed, destroyed, or stolen. I'll agree with that. Anyway, and I I don't mean to be an isolationist about this, but I've had to do this on my own. There's nobody helping me. I have to pursue this course, this groundbreaking research on my own. Without the help of God, obviously, it would not be possible. But I'm to the point now that I'm ready to start introducing this to mankind. And my hope is that people will get involved. I cannot do this single-handedly. Nobody can. So what, how do you want people to get involved, Tom? Well, serious parties should contact me. And when you're, when you're devising some type of uh, invention or 
means to help mankind, you've heard of the three T's. It, it takes time, talent, and treasure. Right. It's going to take a group effort, a team effort, and you're going to have to have people who are willing to sacrifice their time, talent, and treasure. I, I don't care if it's a volleyball team. A volleyball team is comprised of people who are serious about playing volleyball and who have sacrificed their time, talent, and treasure. Scalar energy research is no different. What have been your biggest challenges so far? The biggest challenge is just the general public, God bless them, has never been introduced to this. And once people are, are, are inspired, and let's say that the Holy Spirit is inspiring many of them, they see the great potential. The biggest, the biggest obstacle, Kim, is, is lack of knowledge. And no frame of reference at all for this. None. True. Again, it's not introduced in, at the university level. It's hard to find a book on this in a library. Most of the research that people perform is by the Internet. You know, this begs the question, if this is a fundamental force in the universe, if this permeates the universe, why haven't we spoken about this? Why the suppression? Why the lack of knowledge? There's 7 billion people in the world. Why aren't we speaking about this more more frequently? This has to do with agencies and principalities. This has to do with agencies wanting to control anything and everything that have to do with health and wellness and treatments. This has to do with overregulation so that the average person can't make a free will choice what they want to do to heal themselves. That's where we're at today. This has to do with vested interests in ways and means that don't work. And this has to do with monopolistic activity and parasitic activity. And it has nothing to do with research. It has nothing to do with manifestation. It has nothing to do with discovery. It has nothing to do with transmitting new knowledge and discovery to the masses. But what you're doing is so exciting. I'm very excited. I'm, let's see, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, six days into this cleanse. I'm paying very, very close attention to my energy level and what's going on, and I'm very delighted I'm doing it. It's reality. Kim submitted her photograph to me. I've been treating her now for five or six days, and thus far the results are favorable. I can treat anybody in the world simply by virtue of their photograph. It works sort of like a cell phone. Two cell phones can communicate with one another. They don't need wires in between the two cell phones to communicate. Well, scalar energy works the same way. It's wireless transmission. Is it based on resonance? It is. And again, you know, our, the nomenclatures that we use, let, let's say that every object in the universe has a resonance, has a particular harmonic. And scalar energy created that particular physical object. Scalar energy assembled matter, ether, to form that specific entity. Let's, let's say it's, it's a piece of steel. That steel is held together by scalar energy. If scalar energy ceased, that steel, steel that plate of steel, would break apart, would disassemble. It would no longer be a plate of steel. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Put your product on the map. You are competing with millions upon millions of people that are competing for everybody's attention. The internet is a fantastic place to meet people, to dialogue, to exchange information, and to share. It's a great place for commerce, but it's highly saturated. Most of us really don't function like we're in a global commercial situation. The landscape is global. And that means that you have to utilize different tools to get out in front of people. Banner ads are fantastic when they're done properly and they're placed properly with shows that you are aligned with, with environments that are right for your product and service. However, they're limited. Using voice to parlay your product, service, or company is way more powerful when you have the attention of a distribution network. When people are listening to a show host regularly, and people like that show host, plant your seed with them and let that host put your work in front of listeners. 
And if the advertisement is coherent and contextual, and it is succinctly and effectively delivered from a voice that people like and resonate with, you have way more leverage than just placing banner ads. So I'd like to invite you, those of you that like my voice, that would like me to design advertisements for you, and they can be placed with its rainmaking time or even on your own website, call us at 626-398-8652. Let us put your company on the map of everybody's focus. And back to the show. Is it possible to say to you, scalar energy sounds like God? I'm not trying to complicate anything, but the way you talk about scalar energy and it being intelligent and that which holds everything together in the world of matter and instructs matter. Let me speak on a theological thing. Years ago, I received a a series of messages from Jesus and Mary. I was told that Adam and Eve initially had scalar energy capability. In other words, Adam and Eve were gifted with scalar energy. They could co-create, meaning in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve having this scalar energy ability was innate. They could form, assemble, or disassemble matter. What am I saying? That a scalar energy instrument is the next step. It's a stepping stone back to that period of time, back to that perfect state where we will be able to control matter. Do you think that that's okay? I do, in the proper context, yes. Okay. I do. So if Monsanto got a hold of your instrument, would you feel comfortable? No, I would not, because thus far they've only exemplified this this malevolent intent. Yes. They're motivated by greed. And, and people who are nefarious, people who are only motivated by greed or power, certainly not. Certainly not. God has asked me to be a steward of scalar energy because that's not my motivation. My motivation is not greed, is not power. So, yes, to, to answer your question now in, in one sentence, we have, with scalar energy, the ability to be creators like God. Now, we can't create out of nothing. Only God can create out of nothing. But we can rearrange matter. We can assemble and disassemble matter. So we, are, we have this great gift to transform our physical world. It's very powerful what you're saying. I'm sure for some people it's going to be overwhelming. Because basically, most people feel powerless to do most of what you're talking about, A particularly with what's going on today in the world. The cleanses that you do, the chakra balancing that you do, the adding of nutrients to the body, a lot of people could get that. Illuminating an energy image onto, let's say, a building or something like that, the other application for scalar energy, that'll blow people's minds. A lot of people would experiment on a physical health and healing level because a lot of people are very invested in their well-being. And they'll try things. They'll try a lot of things. Some people would say this scalar process on a health level sounds really out there. But I know from the number of physicists that I've interviewed about water, about many things, that this is not out there. This is right here and very available. It's just that it sounds foreign because nobody has really introduced it to us properly. And there's so much competition in the marketplace that a lot of the language to even explain what you're talking about has been challenging to get through. In other words, I asked you if it was a frequency and you made it clear it wasn't necessarily a frequency per se. It was a harmonic. It had to do with resonance. Well, that's more clear. But there are people out there with frequency machines claiming to be able to do like what Royal Rife did for people. Are you familiar with Royal Rife's work? Yes, I am. So you know that he had a machine in which he claimed to be able to do with his machine what you're doing with your technology under the name of Scalar. But yours is Scalar. His was called something else. Are you familiar with that? Yes, I am. And I I haven't identified, Tim, whether he was using scalar energy or or energy from the electromagnetic spectrum. I I don't know that definitively. Um, Either or, I think 
a wonderful gentleman. Um, it's a shame that he likewise was suppressed and, and, and the powers that be worked against him. These are advances that will help mankind. Now, you have to ask yourself, why are people like Royal Rice being suppressed? What is the point? Well, an, a technology like this will break up a monopoly. A technology like this will, will, will be the undoing of certain monopolies. So the people who control the monopoly, the people who own and control these monopolies, are threatened by new technology. It's a threat to their money or power. So essentially, we have a group of nefarious individuals who prefer human suffering in order to keep their money and their power. It's as simple as that. Correct. Somehow, though, you feel you have the protection of the heavenlies. Or you know you have the protection of the heavenlies, am I correct? I do, and, and I realize that Jesus and Mary are with me, and that this mission will be accomplished. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been talking with, learning from, and listening to Tom Palladino. He owns the website selfhealgo.com. If you are interested in his scalar energy healing technique and applications, please contact him, go to his website or call him at 805-364-3051. Otherwise, you can go to selfhealgo.com. Tom, is there anything you'd like to suggest or offer for its rainmaking time listeners if they call you, let's say, in the next two weeks? I'd like to offer a family package or a group package, consider it as to your liking. Um, I'll treat up to, say, seven people in a group for $150 for the month, which is a significantly reduced price. I'm trying to do this to get people interested and to make it financially feasible. And this offer is only going to go for two weeks. So this is a two-week introductory offer to Tom's work. Tom, I really appreciate you being on the show. I'm fascinated with who you are and what you're doing. Thank you for your courage and your commitment to help people and help the world. And likewise, Kim, I thank you for your courage and commitment. It's rainmaking time. <laughs>